The following podcast is brought to you by the Ebb Tide Treatment Center. Many people wrestle with addiction. You don't have to. Reach out to the Ebb Tide Treatment Center, where they wish to empower each individual encountered with the support, hope, and tools required for long-term sobriety. Priding themselves on providing the best possible treatment experience for you and your loved ones based on unique needs. They're committed to breaking the stigma that plagues those suffering with addiction and their families by educating and bringing awareness to the community. The Ebb Tide Treatment Center provides individual and group therapy, multiple recovery pathways for support, evidence-based clinical support, integrated aftercare social reintegration, personalized treatment planning, program addressing whole life health and Vivitrol program all available. If you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, reach out to them at EBB tide tc.com or call Once again, everybody, thanks for listening to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Firstly, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They're feeding us here as they always do while we record, and they, of course, bring pizza to you at our live events at Mount Carmel. If you want to try more of their pizza or anything else on their menu, it's all delicious. Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, they record all of our live events. And if you want to relive any of those or watch them for the first time, you can purchase that on DVD or digital download from smartmarkvideo.com. And additionally, head to powerbomb.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE, and you will get a 20-day trial for free. And then stick around and just keep watching the shows that we put out there from the AIW archives. And as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who helps take care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They can do all of that and more for you, whether it be banners, t-shirts, business cards, flyers, everything and anything. For all that they have to offer, head to jackprince.com. jkprince.com. Ah, yes. And that voice you heard, none other than Joshua Bishop, one of the members of Team No Consequences, also joined by the Bone Collector, Dominic Garini, AIW owner, John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy. I'm your moderator of sorts. I I'm the president now. Uh, no, we switched it back. We, uh, there's too much, you too much going on, you know? Too many titles. Too many titles. So we had to, we had to take one away and give it back to Wadsworth. Uh, you will, we will have episode two of the Swaggle AMA next week. Uh, but this week, We've got uh, two guys from the Akron Canton area on, and uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about that. That show coming up this Saturday, March 10th, at the Tadmore Shrine. Make sure you grab your tickets now. There are still uh, some available. So jam-packed show. But before we get all of that, um, we're recording this the day after NXT in Cleveland, which the four of us attended. We did. 
it was uh it was like we it was almost like an AIW show of sorts. It was a great time. No, it wasn't an AIW show of sorts because I'm pretty sure they made about seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of alumni there though, which was pretty cool. Like on the show, uh, we obviously we all ran into plenty of fans. Always good to see all of you when we're out and about. Shout out to Adam Laporta. Shout out to Thrift Store Jobber. Oh, yeah, Thrift Store Jobber was there. Caden. Johnny. Justin, Justin Summers. Justin Summers was there. Reese Thurbridge. Yeah. Oh, he was, was sitting was in there. my... He was snuck into my private booth somehow. Oh, man. My Invader fucking booth. <laughs> Bibbs. Oh, Bibbs. I yeah. forget Leonard Bibbs. He's right next to us. Going hard. Oh, I didn't see Bibbs. All right. Oh, yeah. I... I go. I, I like to go down to the uh, to the lobby during intermission in NXT. Do my meet and greet down there. <laughs> what did you What did you charge? Oh, I was charging ten. Ten. Photo op or yeah, just signing. Just eh, fo- photo ops. I didn't have any eight by tens. Oh, okay. Trey Lamar had to make the decision between a John Thorne photo op and that Finn Balor t shirt. Oh man, Trey Lamar was going in at the fucking mer- merchandise <laughs> was tables. He? <laughs> yeah, he was going in. Sorry, he forgot his keys here. <laughs> He's just buying everything. Posters. Wristband, posters, buttons, cut. t-shirts, and so much more. <laughs> there, uh, there was a dust-up between Josh and Josh. We had to pull, oh, yeah. we had to pull apart in the lobby there. We had to pull, the, we had to pull Prohibition and Bishop apart. You got to know where to run angles at, guys. Well, that was last night. And also a huge thank you because I know we listened to the podcast. Uh, Johnny kind of gave a nice speech at the end there. He gave Thorne a shout out, uh, but then gave one to Chandler. And uh, those of you that did the Chandler Biggins chant, that was just awesome. Uh, and I, I do think it needs to be mentioned that uh, you know it was it was a really like a, a special moment up until Dave the Potato uh, ruined it all. Because <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Gargano was thanking people, and you know people are chanting and. Uh, it was really kind of embarrassing for me because they put a spotlight on me, which <laughs> yeah, I was not prepared for. Uh, uh, and then you know they do this Chandler Biggins thing, and then there's like one, like there's like five seconds of silence, and Dave the Potato, in total Dave the Potato fashion, goes, "What about Dave the Potato?" <laughs> and then Gargano just goes, "All right, guys, have a nice night, everybody." <laughs> just complete no. Style. I think he was gonna talk forever up until Dave the Potato ruined it. I I did talk to him before the show, and I asked him, "I said over under on your AIW farewell speech." He's like, oh, you know, I'm gonna try to top that. Yeah, well, if people wanted to top, you could thank Dave the Potato for ruining it because I think he was gonna talk for a long time up until that. He was going, he was trying to surpass that hour and a half speech he gave, but it did not happen. But yeah, it was cool. You know, I uh, I was uh, able to locate our AIW Women's Champion last night. Yeah, we found her. Yeah, I found her. I found her. She was there. Uh, it was good to talk to her for a little bit and catch up with her. Uh, it's kind of crazy to see how far she's progressed in a short amount of time. Um, cause I thought she was good before and then, uh, the match that she had last night, I mean, I'm sure it'll never see the light of day. You know what I mean? I don't think they taped that stuff, right. but, uh, it was pretty good. Um, it was, it was kind of like I, t- I talked to you, Thorne, that it was kind of like a master class and how to like work a body part and be a heel while working that body part. Yeah. The thing about the NXT shows is like, they're like, really, uh, this is like, like a, th- throwback to maybe some older fans but they're like really polished ecw house shows like it's just like super polished like everyone has their spots they get like they get crowded interaction and 
you know, they're fun. Plus, I get that private that private booth up there, which is cool. Yeah, it's nice. But Pat, Lucy, Juicy Lucy, and Reese were in there, taking up spots. Wouldn't they wouldn't let Greeny in my in my booth? I don't. We had, we had to get our separate booth. Well, you know what's funny is building. It, you know what's funny is you know I got I got two sets of tickets. I got one set from uh, Ember Moon, and then Shayna got us another set for Dom, and they put us. On complete opposite sides of the room, like it was like we were yeah. gonna f- like the the Ember and Shayna people were not going to interact like properly. We were completely across from each other. We did uh, we did not see Ember though. She was not there last night. No, she was in Florida. But uh, shout out to Jingle Toes. I got to kick it in that booth. Uh, the you Duke. Did, you deliver you delivered Melt to the roster, right? Yeah, we took Melt. Which which uh, little birdie told me that all the production staff <laughs> ate all the sandwiches and none of the wrestlers got it. What a, and they were very mad. What a terrible thing. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Not that everybody should be smashing melt before they go out. And Albert perform, was but. Albert was pissed, man. <laughs> uh, it was a, you know we were on your side though. We were over there. Who else did we see there last night? Britt Baker. Oh yeah, she just that's what she does. She just follows NXT around the world. <laughs> She's at every NXT show. Uh, I mean, if, you know, if you were at NXT Cleveland, you you know there are plenty plenty of people on that it show like, last night that you've seen it. It was like a family reunion. Yeah, I just wish that whole family would come to an AIW show. Then we'd really be talking. <laughs> yeah, we get them all in one place. You guys could be doing. You guys could be having that fun once a month. We saw Mike Baker. Oh, of course, I love Mike Baker. <laughs> Former AIW owner that tried to get naked in the ring once. He's now head of the security. That's right. Matt Justice there, working yeah. security. It was a good time. Good yeah, time. And, you know, I got to see Drake Younger, which was cool. Yeah. He told me a funny story about how uh, he watched uh, Billy Gunn versus Chris Hamrick uh, from Cleveland All Pro at the Performance Center with Billy Gunn, uh, which I found interesting. I also saw Chris Hero, which was cool to see Chris Hero uh, for the first time, I think, in a year. And uh, you know, we kind of he kind of pulled me aside and we had like this weird little talk. Um, because like a lot of people don't really know, maybe I I don't think he ever brought it up on the podcast, but uh, Biggins and Chris Hero kind of had like a weird relationship. Biggins always thought that Chris Hero hated him. Uh, it was like this. Uh, there was like something that happened in like 2007 uh, where they had like a disagreement about something, and like Biggins from that day on thought that that meant Chris Hero hated him. Uh, so even after we, you know, we booked him several times a- after that point, but it was always like Biggins was always like felt awkward about it or whatever. Uh, but they never talked about it. And, uh, last year at NXT, um, like they, it was weird. Like they finally talked about it and like, uh, hugged and uh, took a photo together. And like, it was like this gigantic weight lifted off of uh Biggins shoulders. Uh, and uh hero brought up like you know he he pointed to the exact spot where all that happened and uh it, you know it happened in the agora after an N- the last NXT house show that was in Cleveland and uh he was like dude can you believe a year ago you know we were sitting here like burying the hatchet and you know now he's gone and uh it's just crazy because like i i think you know that was in march and Biggins got sick in like the third week of March, so that was probably like two to three weeks before he got sick, which is which is wild. Uh, but 
it was nice to have a, uh, a short little conversation with Chris Hero. I don't know what else we could really say about NXT. These these gentlemen students were out there flyering for the Akron show this Saturday. Indeed. How'd that go? Um, I lost my voice because I ran out of flyers. So I was just screaming outside. Do you want to give the people an idea of what you were saying outside? Uh, this Saturday night in beautiful Akron, Ohio, come see Ricky the Dragon. Except I'd like yell it a lot more, but I'm not going to right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've got neighbors, bro. Yeah, Steamboat. And uh, then I would just yell at other matches, and I would yell for absolute intense wrestling. And then random people would come up to me and say, hey, we're already going to the show. And so say, you, cool. were, you were good. You were good yeah. at your job, huh? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm, you know, sorry sorry if this episode's dragging a little bit. I'm a little hungover from the NXT <laughs> festivities last night. Yeah, like that That side of the room looks uh, looks like you guys have seen better days. I got my venti mocha going, though. <laughs> Thanks to Steve Guy. <laughs> Waking up here. We're, we're recording this early in the morning. It's about 12.30 p.m. <laughs> it's a little too early for me. The sun just rose. Yes. What's up? Dom's got his monster energy. Dom's just, he has no concern about this podcast. He's just reading on his phone. Straight from 1980 in his Zubaz pants and Converse All-Stars. All right, so let's hear, let's like hear what you got to say. Yeah, so let's go into this show, Akron, Ohio. This is, you know. This is like, this is like, uh, this is your big thing, Dom. Uh, yeah. This is my... Uh, terrifying nightmare thing <laughs> uh, i mean it's it's a lot like our tequila jacks experience back in december of you know we wanted to kind of try to expand markets within aiw um and akron's been one of those markets that kind of we've looked towards the akron can market um it's been one of those things where we've had a lot of like issues finding a proper venue um so back from when i was you know helping corner guys in mma I always remember the Tadmore Shrine being one of the better venues in the area for MMA fights. Um, so I decided to finally reach out to them and um, I had a meeting. And, you know, it was one of those things that me and John, we talked and we thought, hey, let's go ahead and let's try this. Well, so here's the thing. Like, Akron has always been kind of on my radar from just being around, rest- like, independent wrestling for almost 20 years now at this point. Like, uh uh, I would say, like, in the early 2000s, like, I saw Batista wrestle on an indie show in Akron, or well, was it Stowe, Ohio, which is pretty much Akron, Ohio. Uh, and it drew, like, this is, like, pre-Batista Batista. This is, like, Leviathan Batista. Uh, and it drew, like, it drew, like, a thousand people in, like, I don't know, the year 2000 or something like that. Wow. And uh, indies used to be, like, indies used to draw huge in, in Akron, uh, and it's just uh, all of a sudden it's just like it's kind of like you know when you always hear like those like weird like documentary like pro WCW guys where they're just like eight million people just stopped watching wrestling now you know yeah uh, it's kind of like the same thing like uh, Akron was like this like kind of booming area of like not like really promotions but like gigantic spot shows and um, it just kind of all went away like I know up until like the mid two thousands like. Indies were running the Canton Civic Center, which is where like the WWE runs. Like right. Indies were running in there and like wow. you know drawing pretty well. Yeah, I remember uh, going to a show. I have this picture from when I was like six or seven with my dad oh, from man. a show at the Canton Civic Center, and the main event was Billy Gunn and Buff you were Bagwell. Six or seven, six or seven. He says, "Yeah." <laughs> um, what was that like the two thousand and four? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I think like I think a lot of that, John, just goes back onto the, you know, like it was a hot territory. Too many people tried to put their fingers in the pot, and then when those fingers went in the pot, the show quality went down, and people were just like, "Oh, you know what? Forget this." 
I mean, I don't know like a ton about my Akron history. I kind of wish Pedro was here because Pedro w- would go to these shows. Uh, he always he always tells me about them. They're promoted by this guy named the Green Hornet, and like he would run these giant spot shows with like names and high schools and stuff like that. And uh, that's the thing. Like, it, it, there wasn't a lot of promotions. Like, it was just like these gigantic shows that would happen in Akron all the time, and then that's kind of went away. And uh, I've al- I've always wanted to go to Akron, but it's kind of like a it's like a fear because I don't I don't know Akron, Ohio. You know, I'm. Even though it's only like an hour away, like it might as well be you know another world to me. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the area. Like I know Cleveland. Like one time, uh, so somebody I think it was Mike Quackenbush. She said, "How come you guys just run Cleveland?" Because like, we live here. <laughs> like that's like I I know what to do here. You know, like uh, what it, and how you promote in Cleveland might not work at how you promote in West Virginia or you know wherever. Right. So. Akron's kind of been the uh, the weird unknown for a while, but you know, luckily we've been you know somewhat uh, successful in the last you know nine months or so, uh, and we have a, a little bit of a, a little bit of like breathing room to to try this experiment. Yeah, and we're not just bringing uh, some regular. It's not like we're bringing a bar show or a B show. We're bringing, like Josh said, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Crying out, he's coming in. Yeah, which was you know I I had been to go, I knew that if we were gonna go, um, we needed to go big, for for a debut and you know the 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 plan is the kind of the plan is this is if, you know if we can build this up, um, and it's successful the first time then you know we can go to Akron a few times a year, and you know we can continue with the meet and greet guys and. You know, people that, you know, we've used in Cleveland a few years ago, we can, you know, we can bring them back, you know, for Akron and, and, you know, kind of build up that, you know, a a new fan base there, you know, like, uh, as, as we were talking about NXT last night, you know, there's 1500 people there and the majority of them seem to have attended AIW at some point in their lives, (laughs) but like, uh, you just can't get all 1500 at an AIW show. Um, so the plan is, is the you know, go to Akron and try to kind of build onto that, you know, that pot of people to pull from every show, because I, I don't think, you know, there's, there are definitely people that come to every single show that don't miss, you know, the Laportas, the right. Alberti's, you know, the Cadence, Bibbs, you know, like there, there's like, AW has like almost like their own crew of set fans that come to everything, every show. But then there's people that, you know, you see two or three times a year, or something like that. So uh, my thought process is if we can build Akron up and get that general base up, that maybe it will help the Cleveland shows and you know the Akron shows uh, to be more to to be profitable. That's kind of the you know I know this might be kind of boring business talk, but that's kind of the that's kind of the the point of independent wrestling is is like it, you you got to have like a giant base to pull from because everyone's not going to support you every month. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Alex Mundial Keller. That's right, Alejandro Keller, telling you all about at Thrift Store Jobber, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, etc. There was the NWO. There was the BWO. Maybe one day there will be a WWO, the weird WO. But at one point in time, one shining day, all those luchadors in WCW. They stood against that shit and they said, hey, fuck this. 
we're going to be the LWO. And that's what this shirt is, ladies and gentlemen. Size extra large, brand new. Is that dead stock or is that brand new? What's going on here, Thrift Store Jobber? I'm going to find out at Instagram, Etsy, eBay, etc. And I'm going to use promo code WORLDWIDE, not MUNDIAL, and get 10% off my order. We got a new sponsor on the show this week. That's right. We finally have locked down a new sponsor, and that sponsor is Pollyanna DIY. This one is, uh, you know, it, it can be for fans, and it can also be for uh, promoters and pro wrestlers alike. Uh, the enamel pins, the lapel pins, whatever you want to call them, that is the new hot merch item uh, these days. Every wrestler has them. Every wrestling promotion is getting them made. And Pollyanna DIY is the cheapest place in which you can get those made. I've done a lot of research, and I've compared a lot of pricing, and Pollyanna DIY was by far the most affordable uh, for wrestlers and wrestling promoters. And, and not only that, uh, they also have merchandise for sale for fans. They have an awesome, awesome, awesome Memphis T-shirt. Uh, you know, Chris Hero, I believe, has worn it on NXT television. Uh, and they have a great Extreme Roots 91T with uh, Eddie Gilbert and Cactus Jack battling in a barbed wire match. Uh, in 1991 uh, just great great stuff please support these guys over at pollyannadiy.com you know we're bringing some of the aiw favorites it's not like it's an all-student show i mean your tag team champions are there so swaggle will be there and i know uh, we you know and i know we've talked about this before but you know to us swaggle's just a roster guy but to the general public you know he is a wwe guy right um you know that was on television for you know 10 years or whatever, and you know, making yeah. $8,000 a match, as we learn. <laughs> DJ Z, who everybody loves, will be there. Uh, Josh Prohibition, going to be there. Which I think, actually, TNA was the last wrestling company to run the Akron Civic Center outside of WWE, like, a couple yeah, years ago. Yeah, I don't, they would have been the, first, the last to run the Civic Center down in Canton. I mean, Josh would know. He's a big TNA fan. I'm a big TNA fan. I can't confirm that TNA definitely was the last place to run there. There you go. He's loving that Twitch channel. Oh, yeah. Thank you, TNA, for that yep. Twitch account. Uh, watch it every day, at least two hours, probably. Oh, my God. Big fan. Big fan of this Ron Killings, Jeff Jarrett feud that's going on right Enough. now. Enough. <laughs> at, at one point, I woke up last night. Well, I should say this morning. might have been like 7.30 in the morning. And from my bedroom, I can still hear TNA being played on the television in the living room. Just going. I don't think Josh was awake at that point, but it was still rolling. But I, oh, sorry, sorry to transition points here on you, Steve. I think another big reason as to why we made the decision to try the Akron Market too is because of uh, you know Josh, Trey, Lamar, and myself, because we're all three from the Canton Akron area. So we think it's a good chance to pull um, family and friends that might not want to make that hour trek to Cleveland, you know, and come a little closer. You know, we have a we have a we have a good base right now around that area. I think. Yeah, and of course. Uh we booked the show when Josh's entire family and their extended right. families doing like a family reunion at Disney yeah, all week. Yeah, Bishop Brigade. Right. Bishop Brigade will not be in full effect. I got, I got no kid gets, for that Kid one, gets his dream honest. match. Yeah. Yeah, the dream match. I'm not going to say anything bad about your dad. <laughs> Neither am I. The dream match that has been talked about on this show before, and you're, you're getting it. Josh versus Josh. What are you thinking when you spit in his um, face? Um... I was thinking, like, wow, I really just spit in his face. <laughs> is this real life? Yep. 
I'm yeah, I guess you know. Let's get into that. You know, you really, you're really the the only big angle heading into the uh, yeah heading into the night. But uh, you know, what did you what did you think about that whole, whole ordeal? Like, uh, and and what Josh Prohibition said to you for people that don't know what we're talking about. Um, we have we've got a dilemma. We'll be out on DVD and MP4, I believe, this week sometime, so you can see this in its entirety. But uh, there was a little altercation with Josh Prohibition and Joshua Bishop here, and uh, Joshua Bishop is—it's no secret that Josh Prohibition is like his favorite wrestler outside of Jimmy Jacobs. <laughs> I'm a big fan of both of them. Uh, so it was pretty crazy. I mean, he was saying a bunch of nice stuff about me. I was pretty happy about that. And then uh, the tables turned a little bit. And yeah. he was mad at me for not coming to training one day. Didn't ask me my reason why I didn't come to training that day. Do and you want to get that out right now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody's going to know why. And so then he was just saying a bunch of mean stuff about me. I thought we were going to be buds, you know, maybe be a little tag team on the side of no consequences. But then uh, said some mean stuff about me. Uh uh, so he basically t- told me to spit in his face. So I just spit in his face. So that I did it metaphorically. So I just did it for real. And then he hit me with a chair. So now I'm just going to have to put him back in retirement, I guess. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. your good friend Gary the King Baller saved That's your life. That's true. Right? Gary the King Baller saved my life. Thank you, Baller. Uh, he's going to be the drunken driver on a steel chair. But Gary saved my life. So I lived to fight another day. And, and this will be. A- Heavily explained in the We've Got a Dilemma uh, recap episode. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so uh, putting together this card, it was just like, let's do, you know, it, it's kind of like, let's do the like the highlights, right, of AIW. Because we got to assume that there's going to be quite a few fans that are new to the product. So... My thought is, you know, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat should hopefully get, you know, the big time wrestling fans through the door, um, and then you know let's let's utilize our students from the area and put them in marquee matches against people that they want to wrestle. I gave them all choices on who they would want to wrestle, um, in which they uh you know, I did my best to try to uh, to try to accommodate them. Uh, Trey Lamar, I don't know about him sometimes, but <laughs> uh, so it's like it, this is kind of like this is kind of like uh, it's not a bar show. It's like this is just kind of like gonna be my kind of like uh, infomercial type of show for like what AIW can offer, uh, and and I think using somebody like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat is is a good start yeah it comes back to like when i went to talk to the venue and i gave them posters and they literally just go oh this is gonna be like no pro wrestling we ever had here before you know like they were very complimentary and they they understand that it's gonna be a little bit of a different experience so they're pumped about it is what you're saying oh the venue is extremely excited to have us who's uh whose bones will you be collecting on saturday dom uh your good friend edward kingston (laughs) you know i i I had a conversation with eddie as he was on his side job as goofy at disney world when i was down there on my vacation yeah um but no i'm really excited you know all jokes aside to wrestle eddie eddie was one of the guys that i kind of grew up watching like when i first started watching independent wrestling eddie was one of those guys that you know i loved and you know i've been waiting to wrestle since you know i started wrestling 
So when John gave me the option of who to pick and Eddie was one of them, you know, I jumped on the opportunity. So not only are you guys both wrestling in your own backyard, but like John said, you kind of got to pick these opponents and like these are matches that you guys have both wanted for some time, Ellie. So this is a, and this is a huge deal to you guys from the Akron Canton area. Yeah, it's a really big deal because even as a fan, I never thought like an AIW show would be closer to me than it is now, and it's cool now to just be wrestling on that show and one of like one of the marquee matches. I mean, we're we're really trying to build. We're really trying to build like almost. I don't want to say a territory, but almost like a territory, you know. So like we can go to Cleveland, we can go to Akron, we can go to Men Around the Lake. And then you know who knows like where we could expand from there. Like I don't I don't think we're ever going to expand too far outside of Ohio or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, you know it, it's just part of like uh, trying to continue a, a, a way to uh, keep the company afloat. You know, um, and not and not burn out the Cleveland market. You know because I understand that you know it's it's hard for people to come and spend money every single month and sure. Um, you know, so we're we're just trying to. We're, I'm trying to find out a middle ground, and you know, thankfully, you know, things like, um, you know, the the Tennille Dashwood meet and greet uh, did well, and you know, and that kind of set us up to to be able to take this risk. Dom, uh, I think people would be upset with me if I didn't ask, but since you actually finally took a vacation, and you were at the wonderful world of Disney, are you a little bit more relaxed now? Has your relationship with Doctor Dan improved? I mean, Dr. Dan's Dr. Dan at this point, but I would say my, you know, my my duties at the AW Academy, I've uh, I've improved upon those. Josh has seen me, so I think I think it's been better, right? Definitely, Dom. <laughs> He's not going to tell you if it wasn't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think it's been better. Um, you know, it's been one of those things where I've been going really hard, you know, for the last couple of years yeah. since I started. So it was nice to get a to get a break. And uh, I mean, here's the thing: is like, um. Oh. Where it's it's kind of unfortunate for a lot of these guys that, uh, you know, all of you guys that are here, re- even right now, you've all been thrust into these responsibilities to where you maybe don't even know exactly what needs to be done or how to do it, but it was just the, it was just like you guys were almost, um, you know, just products of circumstance and you're just kind of thrown to the fire, you know, like. Steve Steve has taken on jobs that you know he doesn't necessarily uh, know all the ins and outs of. Dom has been forced to do a lot of things. Um, you know, Doctor Dan, um, worldwide, all all these people are taking on all these tasks to where uh, it's kind of like uh, trial by fire and learn as you go. But you know, uh, it was there was a time where you know it was just me and Biggins just burning ourselves out, and uh, with with Biggins leaving all like this gigantic void open you know opened up and uh thankfully you know you you guys have stepped up to try things out but like dom was saying i think dom was getting a little stressed out and 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 burnt out and uh you know it's it's just probably just the creation of uh just the the circumstances that uh you know have been thrown his thrown his way in everybody's way you know we've We've uh, all been at each other's throats at different times over the last year or so for different reasons. And it's just uh, a lot of the stress of trying to keep this company afloat uh, and learn these jobs that, you know, that you, you, there's, you, you can't, there's no 
you know, I get these emails all the time like, hey, how do I learn how to be involved in wrestling? Like, there's no training class for that because there's no uh, there's there's no explanation for the things that you're going to need to do you know like uh it's like you know hey uh steve you got to call this guy who wants us to have a birthday party <laughs> you know and like these fi- are real things figure f- figure out uh you know where we're going to do a birthday party at a house you know and like stuff like that like it, you, you can't just be like hey guy from facebook here figure this out you know so like right and it, it gets stressful because there's not a right or wrong answer to a lot of these things. And uh, Dom was putting a lot of pressure on himself and uh, getting a little getting a little edgy, I'll say. Yeah, I would say, you know, if you've listened to the Death Row episode, obviously that would be proof of my on-edgeness. But, you know, hey, on, we, we got a dilemma. No ring issues. No yelling. You know, I'm a new man. <laughs> Everything the, went the ma- way too smooth. The, magi- the magical kingdom has changed me. There was actually ring issues, kind of, but you weren't paying attention. Good. They were well, hidden. If you if you didn't notice, the ring was not ready until doors opened immediately. Like that. No, we did open doors earlier. We did, but the but the the ring still wasn't ready until I had to have Pedro go and uh, you know tighten some tighten some things up. I actually I actually talked to Pedro and I said it's I said he's going to have to give all of the new students and the the old students a class on saturday at the akron event because i assume we're gonna have plenty of time because it's not like mount, Car- mount carmel where we're gonna have to wait until 4 p.m to get in right so uh pedro plans on uh thoroughly going over all of these things yeah had that discussion with the venue they're gonna let us in nice and early yeah what time uh, as we talk about it what time will doors open what time can people expect to be there we don't have a hey you can't park until yeah. five o'clock you guys could come and tailgate for all yeah and to be honest with you guys like we'll I'll explain the venue a little bit here there's a lot of tailgate space outside so like cool. tailgate guys i know you guys are down a little from that area come on up tailgate i don't think they're gonna have a problem with it um as well the venue guys is a real nice and spacious venue um i'm sorry to inform all of you monsoon classic will not be running the concession stand um, the Tadmore Shriners will run their own concession stand, but there will be beer available. There will be concessions available. Um, a full set of full bleachers in the back available. Um, over overall, I think this is going to be a real good looking venue for for our for us. You know, uh, perfect entranceway setup. Uh, full bathrooms, guys. So it's going to be great. You got to have those bathrooms because you know I, I hear some full of these, bathrooms. I hear some of these venues in yes. Cleveland they don't have them. I hear some of the venues in Cleveland don't. I hear some independent venues in general don't. But, uh, and, you know, I, I know that this is, you know, one of those podcasts to where, uh, you know, it, you guys look forward to the funny stories and stuff like that. And this is kind of a more business uh, one. But uh, the, the Akron show being a su- success is, is very important, not, not only for everything I talked about, but, you know, this venue looks really cool. And it's going to look shitty if it's not packed, <laughs> you know, because like, it's a really nice looking cool venue. Yep. Um, it's going to have a totally different atmosphere and vibe. And, uh, you know, like like Dom said, there is beer available. People were very concerned that there wasn't going to be beer. Um, so there's definitely beer available. And if it goes well, they said that uh, our next our next date, they will open up a full-service liquor bar. Yes, Ooh. that has closed circuits, so you can wow. actually sit at the bar 
watch the show on the closed circuit. Don't tell people that. that. We want them to still be sitting in the... <laughs> hey, I mean, there's not a whole lot of room in the bar, but this was an option that was given to me when, when I spoke to the venue. Josh, will you be on Tinder all week promoting the show? Oh, absolutely. My my profile picture is just a flyer. <laughs> Excellent. That's I mean, that's what we want to hear. Let's run through the card, too. I mean, we got we can give a little card preview here, I believe, Steve. Yeah, well, we know we have... Uh, we talked about your guys' matches. Josh and Josh. Dom, Eddie Kingston. Trey Lamar will be taking on DJZ. And here's the thing. Uh, I think, you know, we always bust on Trey Lamar, but I think he's probably uh, the best raw talent that's come out of the AIW school. He's just a very young and naive gentleman. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. he's Him and Big Tuan are very similar in their na- naiveness. Is that a word? Uh, naivety. 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 Very good, Steve. Sorry, man. I didn't go to college. I just promoted professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I agree with you on that, Thorne. Um, and I think that this is really a, a big opportunity for Trey. And um, It's a big opportunity for Mr. Josh Bishop if he comes to training. Oh. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 and tightens up his in-ring game. I've been coming to training a bunch lately. No, I don't know. I didn't see you there. You see me every time I come. You say something. Not how many times I've been coming. <laughs> that was because John had to, that's Thorne had to light a fire under your ass. That is true. He did. He definitely but, did. But, yeah, I think... Back to Trey, I think it's a really good opportunity. I think that um, when you look at his style, a guy like DJZ is going to be able to show him the way and kind of guide him into how to have those those singles matches. But guys like Trey and that haven't really had the chances to have singles matches in AIW per se. They've been you know part of these No Consequences 5 men. So that I think it's a cool thing for Josh and Trey to get those big marquee singles matches. Yeah, no one talking to Trey. He is, he's definitely very excited uh, about the opportunity to wrestle DJZ. Uh, also on here, we have a, uh, a rematch. It's the production taking on the Philly Marino Experience and Weird World, or otherwise known as the Weird World Experience. So that'll be... I mean, that one was, that, you know, that, just uh, one different piece, you know. Colby Red is out and Eddie Only is in. Um, but uh, And, uh, yes, that's right. I was going to say Dan Housen now part of it, but we'll get that at a later match. date. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, this match was uh, one that really impressed me at the last Music Links show because uh, you know you never know with with old worldwide you know worldwide <laughs> world, world, worldwide is uh you know he's he, he's a lot of bark and not a lot of bite sometimes when it comes to his wrestling ability uh so uh i don't know this one was just what was the quote about uh worldwide in that match oh he, he fucking magnum ck made him look like tully blanchard <laughs> <laughs> i mean he was uh you know just something something clicked with him and uh, you know it, it was it, it really worked. All all those guys worked very well together. So I thought that this would be a uh, a really good kind of you know like I said we're trying to we're trying to showcase AIW and use the show kind of like an infomercial to be like hey if you like this you know we'll bring this back to to the Akron area you yeah. know, again. And uh, I thought that that was uh, that match was really good at Music Links. I hope I'm not jinxing it right now, but. Uh, you know, I, I think that it could only get better this time. Well, another guy who is returning to AIW, uh, it's been almost a year since he was here. We all had a blast, I know, uh, getting to hang out with him and meet him. Kevin Thorne makes his return. Wadsworth, Ohio's own. That's right. Unfortunately, he's going to take on uh, Dr. Daniel C. Rockingham. I don't 
poor Dan might be uh, might be a little hurt. You might have to go easy on him a few days after that, Dom. Dude, Kevin Thorne, Mordecai. I'm not even the meanest person at the training center to Dr. Dan anymore. <laughs> I mean, this dude is fucking... Jacked. Jacked as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and He's coming as a vampire this time, right, Thorne? Yeah, and I guess he has a ton of family from the area. Right. He's from there originally. So, like, he's just coming to fucking perform in his hometown, and I think he's fucking just gonna, I think he's just going to be fucking piling Dr. Dan's soul to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I fully intend on watching Dr. Dan's soul exit his body <laughs> and the Tad Moore Shrine. With the, with, the, with, the, with the mural of the camel on the wall. Yeah, like, he is just, I, I feel bad for Dr. Dan. <laughs> Kevin Thorne is fucking pumped about this. Yeah. And uh, Dr. Dan is, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to put up on any of his Dr. Dan bullshit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Do you think uh, there's a chance Dr. Dan gets gorilla pressed by Kevin Thorne on Saturday? Yeah, right to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, we mentioned her name earlier because we saw her last night. Uh, but also on this card that will be there Saturday is Britt Baker, and uh, she's going to be wrestling Karen Q. It's a nice little return. We haven't seen Karen Q in uh, some time since we really haven't done Girls' Night Out. I think that was the last time she was here. It was about a year ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she she had, you know, probably one of the best Girls' Night Out debuts uh, probably ever against Kara Hogan. It's just, you know, uh, the and, and like I was talking about the circumstances and things, uh, that Girls' Night Out show was the last show that Biggins was ever at, and uh, Girls' Night Out has been kind of indefinitely placed on hold just while we get things, you know, situated, and, you know, all these people are getting contracts and signed, and it's just like, let's just take a break on that. But, uh, you know, I thought since we, you know, are debuting in a new territory, a, a woman's match would definitely, you know, uh, be a good fit for the, you know, like I said, this is like the, the sell AIW package to a new city kind of thing. Um, and Karen, Karen Q is extremely, extremely talented. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I'm, you know, I'd been talking to her to try to bring her back for something for a while and it finally worked out. And, uh, you know, another thing, um, you know, is, uh, when we were raising money for Chandler's family to help with, uh, all his expenses for his funeral and medical stuff, uh, she donated a considerable amount of money, which, uh, you know, she worked for us one, you know, one time, right. uh, which, you know, I, I never forgot that either. Uh, so no, no single titles on the line at the show, but the tag team titles will be on the line as twins, PB smooth and swaggle take on the party never ends. Oh, I hope we get new champions so bad. You, dude, uh, like the thought of Big Tuan, the Big Tweeno Bambino, <laughs> having a belt and just talking about it on his Periscope, <laughs> has me very excited. The, the idea of that. I mean, Thorne, do you want to go through the uh, like Big Tuan finding out about this this title opportunity? Uh, and for the, for those who don't know, this like tag you. team is t- Big Tuan and uh, Tuan Tucker and Parker Pierce Pickle. So. <laughs> This one of the funnier parts of this was on I believe it was a Death Row episode we talked about how Parker and Tuan would be getting the next tag title shot. Right. Um and Tuan thought that we were just jo- joking. So he hits us up in one of our student chats and goes, John, you serious about that title shot? And I said, 
Absolutely. <laughs> and Big Twan goes, say no more. <laughs> and then he came to training the next night and goes, yo, you all being serious about that title shot. And me and Thorne are like, yeah, man, we're going to announce the match here in like a day. He's like, okay, time to get to work then. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to do it. He's got to do it for his trainer, Johnny and then, Gargano. And he just started doing some weird, like football fucking things, where you know, like that thing where you get in a three point stance and like, yeah. roll to your back and like back in the three point stance. He's doing all kinds of weird shit like that. You're ready to go, man. I don't. I, I don't know if he understands. It's not a football game. He is I mean, woke and he is ready. The seeds were planted when uh, when he once got to hold Johnny Gargano's. NXT tag title. Yeah. So. And he wasn't allowed to post the picture, and then he posted the picture immediately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big he's, he's wanted to be a tag team champion ever since. He's wanted that tag team gold ever since. So, yep. Well, so he will get his got, chance. He's got that chance Saturday night in Akron. Oh, I hope he beats PB Smith and Swaggle so badly. You want to see? Oh, I want Big Twan to be champion. You want those tag titles to be woke? Oh, yes. <laughs> Am I missing anybody else on this card? I don't know, but Parker Pierce is probably going to fucking take that right to a fucking some house party if he <laughs> wins that belt. He's going to lose it in a game of beer pong. Because <laughs> that guy is not a gimmick. That is exactly who he is. He was just all, he was just bonging beers outside of NXT last night. That is true. Oh, we did yeah. see him at NXT also. Yeah. Double fisting. Yeah, of course he was. He, he had a beer bong with him outside <laughs> in the line. It's like we lost Kaplan, but we gained Parker Pierce. I don't know if we gained it. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It might be <laughs> might be an even swap. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I mean, that that's the that's the announced card, of course. You know, yeah. as as has been. We'll the probably have some unannounced matches. Unannounced matches ready to go. See what happens. <laughs> Leave some surprises out there for you guys. But uh, those are the the main attractions, at least. Uh, I mean, the solid stuff. We we talked about it over and over again here today. Uh, anything else as we wind this one down, guys? I mean, we uh, we only have general admission tickets remaining. Good to know. Uh, so you know, those will be twenty dollars. Uh, I want to, you know, I want to see all the Cleveland people there. I want to see new Akron people there. Uh, and let's, you know, let's see if we can, you know, really turn this in, into more than just a one-off event mm-hmm. to appease Dominic Garini. Oh, it's not just me. You know? I mean, obviously, I was the one that started the idea of doing it, but appease Josh Bishop, appease Trey Lamar. You know, for a guy like uh, Chase Oliver, this is a closer, you know, central location for him coming from the Youngstown area. So, you know, in in general, you know, just I think the more markets and the more places we can run are better. There's a lot of fans from that area as well uh, that drive up to the Cleveland area, you know, that are regulars up at AIW. So, you know, Get out there, tell your friends. Um, you know, let's pack the Tadmore Shrine. You know, let's fucking pack it, brother. And let me uh, let me find my final thoughts. Let me end with this. We'll let, we'll hear from Josh. But if you are from Akron and you've come up to the Cleveland shows and you've always been like, man, I want to go to those after parties, but I gotta drive back down to Akron or Canton, and now you're wondering, but wait, will there be an Akron after party? Yes, there will. We are working on the location, so hopefully we'll announce that to you uh, this week. So stay tuned. Follow AI Wrestling on Twitter. Uh, we got to announce it this week. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we will announce we it this week. Within the next couple days, hopefully here. Go, Josh, final thoughts? Yeah, AIW, it's coming to the Dirty 330. My hometown. Let's just pack it. Let's have a great time. Let's get after it. Sorry, I was distracted by the TV for a second. And of resistance. Yeah. And I think we'll just have a great time. It's going to be a great show. Bring your friends. Bring your family. 
bring your moms, bring your dads, because mine won't be there. <laughs> um, bring your siblings, because mine will be in Florida. And no one else go to Disney. Yeah, no one else go to Disney, please. Someone shut down Delta this week so that my family can't go. And we'll just see you guys this Saturday. There you go. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Come on. Yeah. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. I got some dope 8x10s made up, too. That he did. Like, I found some, like, WrestleMania 3 promotional photos. I got some WCW WCW originals, uh, 8x10s, black and whites. Uh, So, uh, scoop those off of eBay. He'll have Uh, the title with him. He's bringing his IC title with him, his Hall of Fame ring. There you go. What's uh what's the pricing there on the meet and greet? Twenty photo op, twenty autograph, thirty dollars for both. Uh, so a thirty dollar combo package. It's probably, I don't think, I don't think you're gonna find Ricky Steamboat cheaper uh, cheaper than that. Probably at any convention or or anywhere else. Uh, and I don't think he's ever done a signing in this area. And if you know, it's probably the only signing he does in the area. Yeah. So at the very least, come for Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Stay for. All of the wrestling. Uh, that pretty much does it here. Hopefully we see so many of you uh, Saturday, this coming Saturday, March 10th, Tadmore Shrine, down in beautiful Akron, Ohio. Located right off I-77. Real easy to get to. Real nice and convenient. There's a Waffle House right there. There's a Golden Corral, so you know where Worldwide will be before the show. No Asian bu- Any Asian buffets around oh, the area yeah. there? Oh, yeah, there's plenty. Uh, All right. There's Chipotle right next to the building, guys. Tom, Tommy Lee's. Yep, there's there's a lot of food options, so if you guys want to get down early and you don't want to pregame, but you want to hit food options up, plenty of food options in the area. Some T-Bell. There's Tom Chi, which is like craft uh, grilled cheese sandwiches. And oh I want, my I goodness. Want to see, you know, I don't know what the weather's like yet. You know, you never know. With the, it's been so sporadic, but if it's over 40, I better see some tailgating going on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Plenty of space for it. So for Josh Bishop, Dom Greeny, and John Thorne, uh, my name's Steve Guy, and we will talk to you guys next week right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change.